Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Are you ready? <laughs> Playoffs, draft, we got a lot coming up this week So welcome, you're listening to Ray and Tay today And I'm Ray, Tall Razor And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor Monday, April 23rd, Ray The month is just a week left And we got lots to get into Let's kick it off with the NBA playoffs We have one series done in the first round a sweep with Anthony Davis and how many Pelicans out there peddling. 47 points, Ray. I threw out a poll saying, asking folks, who, who's really big, really, the first round of the playoffs? Is it Davis? Is it Durant? Is it LeBron? Or, you know, somebody else, you know, Ben Simmons. And with the Sixers up 3-1, who, who do you think is dominating the playoffs? I mean, you could throw Drew Holiday in there, Giannis. Who do you think and how impressed were you with the Pelican sweep? Can we put up 41 for Drew Holiday? So uh, Davis had 47, but Drew had 40. And they're shooting both of them. I mean, it's one thing for a big man to shoot 55, 60% of the field. But Drew Holiday shooting over 50% from the field for a guard. That's pretty amazing. It's incredible. 54%. So, look, all of those guys, like you said, are outstanding. Giannis with the tip-in. Uh, ben Simmons, you know, with Embiid, without Embiid, LeBron is LeBron, right? You know, unbelievable, puts the team on his back. If he gets any support, he can go to the finals. This is like the 2007 Cavs again. But you got to give it to Anthony Davis, right? His team, four games, bing, bang, boom, dominated. He was the man on both sides of the court. They couldn't hold him. So, Look, I couldn't be mad at any of those guys, but if I had to give it to one guy, it's Anthony Davis. No, very impressive. And they move on. They're waiting for the Warriors because they'll play tomorrow night um, because the Spurs, you know, they fought off getting swept, and that was really impressive to see. When you look at the Sixers and they're up 3-1, Ben Simmons with another triple-double. But Dwayne Wade sure did give Miami hope. Josh Richardson and, and, and Whiteside played well. Richardson with the injury. But how about Dwayne Wade, uh, Ray, giving you, what, like 25 and three, and three and some points? Do you feel like Dwayne Wade has still got enough in a tank to push this series maybe to game six? Or do the Sixers win back at home in Embiid's playoff debut in Philadelphia? So give Dwayne Wade credit for two straight 25-point games off the bench. And Dwayne Wade has given all he's got. It's kind of like Tony Parker, Mono Ginobili, Dwayne Wade. They're all going out with a bang. Obviously, Dwayne Wade has still got the most juice in the tank of all those guys. But I don't think it's enough, frankly. Uh, We all said that Miami's going to have a hard time scoring coming into this series. And you know what? They haven't. They've actually done a decent job of scoring in 
over 48 minutes. The only problem is Philly's a pretty good defensive team, and when it comes down to it, Philly is stopping them on critical fourth quarter possessions. So if Philly didn't turn it over so much themselves, they would be running away with this series. But I think they're going to close them out and ultimately advance to the next round tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Now, obviously, you know, potentially tonight, the Rockets and the Jazz can both go up 3-1. Were you impressed with, you know, Jimmy Butler stepping up to get the win to make it 2-1? And then also Carl Anthony finally woke up, gave you like, what, 18 and 16. Um, Do you think the Timberwolves – see, because the one thing about this series – now, James Harden only had one bad game, and, you know, last Saturday night he kind of balled out, giving you the – what, 28-7-7 or 29-7-7, do you think Jimmy Butler and his young players, do they, you think they woke up enough to realize the intensity and can they tie up the series tonight? And what's going on with OKC? I mean, what you saw from Ricky Rubio with the triple-double and him and Donovan Mitchell, I, you know, Paul George showed up, but I got to tell you, Westbrook, what, like nothing in the fourth quarter, maybe two points? What do you think about those two series that go on tonight? And will it be tied or will it be 3-1? So I think the Thunder play with Thunder and Lightning and come out and Russell Westbrook will make it his personal mission to shut down Ricky Rubio. And I think they will. Uh, I think they'll tie this game up and Russell Westbrook will show this intensity that we have rarely seen before. Now, he might be out of control. He might have a lot of turnovers. But I think ultimately they're going to tie this series up. The Minnesota series, to me, is bothersome because of Carl Anthony Towns. It's one thing to pull a John Starks and go two for 18, but you're trying. You're shooting. Carl Anthony Towns is not putting up enough shots. Carl Anthony Towns is the best player on that team, with all due respect to Wiggins and Butler, but he's not shooting enough. So... His presence can be felt on the defensive end, sure. But is that on but Jeff Teague? Is that on Jeff Teague and Thibodeau and Butler to really go into the big cat and, and do enough screen and rolls to get him involved? I think so. I think, I think you have a great point. And you know what? If, if Houston's real big man strength is Clint Capella, you got to get him in foul trouble. You know, if they play, think about it, they have a bunch of shooters and Clint Capella. And a couple of the wing defenders play decent defense. But if you take Clint Capella off that, out of that rotation, they start, to, they start to look different, you know. You start to have guys playing a little out of position. You try to ask Ryan Anderson to do a little more. I don't know. I, I, would, I would try to work Carl Anthony Towns. This is what I'm saying. You cannot get into a shootout with the Houston Rockets. You're no, you need to go inside out. You're totally, you're totally right, Ray. And it's one of those things where – you know, even take advantage of Taj Gibson. You've got to attack inside, then sort of let, you know, um, Butler and Wiggins get on the break and get some easy points. I think that they've got to find ways to score easier, and that will go through Carl Anthony. Let's look at Sunday, man, because I got to tell you, LeBron and these guys, they got it back in their favor, and I think now winning the next two out of three, being at home game five will be easier. LeBron was great, 46 minutes, which is just ridiculous. But I got to say, if Thaddeus Young makes, you know, two or three of the layups that he had, you know, in the last bit of the fourth quarter, 
maybe they, they find a win or Borjan Badanovic could hit a couple threes, this series could be almost over. Do you feel confident now the Cavs can recalibrate, led by LeBron? I still want more Tristan Thompson, but you got to believe that now you're starting to see more of Clarkson and Smith and Kyle Korver because they just spread the court so nicely. Do you think the Cavs will take this and finish them off in six now? I do, but it's going to be a hard six. They're going to take a pound of flesh, this Indiana Pacers team. They are really a nightmare for the Cavs in terms of a matchup. They're not scared of them. They, back, yeah. they don't back down. They, they have your boy Lance will make you dance, Stevenson, who just gets under everybody's skin. And frankly, this is one of those series that, that I, I'm pretty sure Cleveland's going to win but it's going to take its toll. Cleveland will be banged up. They'll be mentally tired. They'll be physically tired. They have See, and I, I disagree. Harder. I think they need this to develop and grow and mature. And remember, I spoke about that before. I think LeBron knows they need it. They've got to find their way through the forest, Ray. They really do. You, this, is, this is a benefit. You know what? You know what? I would agree with you if this was the 90s with the Knicks and the Bulls, they're not going to see another team like, like Indiana, right? So you, you're going to fight. You're going to be, I mean, almost literally at the end of the game with Jeff Green and, uh, and Lance Stevenson, but you're going to fight and claw. And maybe it brings you together as a team, and it helps with team chemistry, and that's always good. But yeah. nobody plays like these Indiana Pacers, right? This isn't a style of basketball that's going to help you beat the Sixers necessarily help you beat the Raptors, helped you beat, you know, whoever, you know, Milwaukee, whoever, you know, you end up facing down the road. So I just think I hear what you're saying. And look, this team, because they're so new, especially with Larry Nance Jr. and Clarkson and, and George Hill bringing all these mid-season acquisitions. So you do want to integrate them. I just think this, this series is so physically, mentally, 46 minutes for LeBron James. He's in his 15th year. He played 82 <laughs> games. This, is, this adds up. All these minutes Well, how about, how about the black suits and the gray suits unifying the team as well? LeBron, maybe some good money spent on, on his boys. And, um, you know, <laughs> I got to tell you, LeBron, I, by the way, he's I a think good that's teammate. Awesome. He's a good teammate. I, you know, I think people that's try awesome. to think and, much about him, but that, that was a good look. That was a good look. Now, listen, and we, you, we talked about – you hear him after – wait, just real quick. Did you hear him after the, like, after the games? His, his press conferences are fascinating. I mean, this dude's mind is all into the game. He's like, yeah. oh, no, we had – actually, we were up two, and it was a minute 54. No, no, he's a savant. He, he really is. He totally a savant, and he understands. It, it's crazy. You know, you see how Kobe's doing these documentaries and details, analyzing the playoffs and all this different stuff. I think LeBron, I'm sure he wants to be a GM or owner in the future, probably an owner, not a GM. But his basketball mind would probably actually make him a, a really good coach if he wanted to be. So let's talk about their next opponent, the Wizards or Raptors. Because I told you, these Wiz kids are going to win in seven, 106 to 98. Your boy Bradley Beal woke up with 31, but John Wizzy Wizzy Wall, 27 and 14 assists, showing everybody in, a, in, in, in my eyes that he is still better than Lowry and DeRozan. Even though DeRozan dropped his 35, whatever, I still think 
the battle is between Wall and Beogas, DeRozan, and now can Otto Porter show up? I mean, you know, and Lowry takes a bad shot. How do you think this series goes back to Toronto? Do you think Washington got enough of the momentum now that they can carry that and steal a game five in, in Toronto? Or do you think it just shifts back to the home court advantage? Because to me, if Otto Porter shows up and Oubre's playing good and Morris, I think Washington can steal game five. What is it? Who's Drake rooting for? Huh? I said, who is Drake rooting for? <laughs> Drake is all about the, the six, baby. The six borough. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> well, that's the team that's going to win. Not because of Drake, but I just think they're a better team. Houston, I mean Houston, Washington Wizards play well at home. They got fired up. Beal fouled out. I thought that was a little unfortunate. Some ticky-tack fouls in there. Uh, but ultimately, Wall and Beal have to play outstanding for them to even have a chance. They can't have an off game and win. Whereas I think the Raptors are more versatile and deeper and they need a great performance from DeMar DeRozan or Kyle Lowry. I don't think they need both of them to play great. So I like Toronto in this series. I think they win it actually in six. Okay. Well, look, just give Spurs credit. They stayed alive. LaMarcus was balling out. Ginobili hit a big shot. I was actually impressed. I mean, Durant, Durant tried to finish them off, but they just couldn't get it done. And then you got to give Greek Freak a lot of credit for, you know, them battling. Um, but this Jalen Brown, Ray, I think we talked about with Hayward being out and now Kyrie out, Brown and Tatum are going to develop so much that you would think no matter what happens next year, the Celtics being healthy would be favored to be the number one seed out of the East. How impressed are you of the young kids of the Celtics? And do you think the Celtics find a way still have them at seven? Because, you know, I got the Bucks in seven. Because I think Giannis is, is, is just going to be specialer to take it down. What, what do you think happens there? To me, this is the most intriguing series in the first round. This is a win-win for the Celtics. Even if they don't win the series, I think the emergence of Jalen Brown, the confidence that they have in each other, the confidence that they have in Brad Stevens, means that next year they're going to be outrageously cohesive. And you bring a team back, you add to a team, Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving? <laughs> I mean, come on. And, and you know, the development of, of Jason Tatum, uh, you know what? This, this team looks great. The future looks great for this team. Now, I, like you, think it's going to come down to a seventh game. I think Boston might actually pull it off, but I wouldn't be surprised. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player on the court. He might be the best player on the court. He will be the best player on the court in just about every game he plays, you know, with the exception of three, four different opponents. Even with Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, Giannis Antetokounmpo would be the best player on the court. Uh, I think that there are going to – each of these games, if it doesn't go to seven, is going to be a coin flip, and it's about, like, last three minutes of the game execution. It's going to be that close. So – Either team could win, but I'll stick to my gun and say Boston in seven because the game's at the Boston Garden. Yeah, I think tonight's games will be fun. Before we get out of here, Ray, the NFL Draft, our preview show is Wednesday, probably 8 p.m. We'll let you know. We'll tweet it out. But 
I got to ask you, man, the Browns, I mean, there's so much rumbling. Do you think they keep one and four? Do you think they trade down out of four, maybe with Buffalo or the Cardinals? How many trades you think are going down? I put a poll out there for everyone. It could be one. It could be three, four, five. How many trades do you see coming in this first round? Because you know it gets kind of crazy. And do you bet on Darnold one, Allen one, or Barkley one? Because I'm Darnold all day. I think Darnold's going to wind up being one. But what are you feeling? Because you hear the rumors of Allen. Harry Allen? <laughs> Public enemy number one. No, so Harry Allen will not be drafted in this draft. Uh, he definitely will not be going number one, my media assassin. But I'm with you. I think Sam Darnold is the best pro prospect right now. Josh Allen has the best arm. Uh, Rosen might be the best, you know, sort of prototype quarterback, but I think his lack of mobility in today's game is going to hurt him. So to me, I have Darnold going number one. That, that would be to Cleveland. So the question is, do they take Barkley at four if he's there? And if he's not, do they take Chubb? Do they take another lineman? Look, it's hard to pass up a top four pick. So if you get your quarterback, though, that's the scenario where you can trade down, right? If you love Sam Darnold and you think he's the man and you can go from four to seven, let's say, pick up another first rounder or two seconds or something like that for a team that's got the worst record in football, what, three out of the last four years or something like that, they have to consider it. Um, Especially if Barkley's gone. If you think that Barkley is an anchor a la Todd Gurley, a la Adrian Peterson, then maybe a la Ezekiel Elliott. Because remember, Ezekiel Elliott helped the Cowboys cover up a mediocre defense. If he can do that, then maybe you consider it. But I'd be tempted to trade down, frankly. I'd be tempted to trade down to seven or eight, get some more picks, especially if I got my quarterback, because it's all about the quarterback. If you can get that lineman that you need, you need a couple of linemen, you need a skill position player, you do need a running back, you also need a wide receiver. But to me, more draft picks, it's all about more draft picks. So I would be tempted to trade four. Um, But as a football fan, I'm actually excited – if they were to take Barkley, if you were to come out of this draft with Barkley and Darnold, I'm oh a Cleveland goodness. Browns fan. I'd be watching yeah. their games. Definitely. And and don't sleep. They've got fuel from the second-round picks and all their picks they have that they could get back into the end of the, of the first round and trade with the Patriots or the Eagles who might want to just drop back and wind up scooping Ooh. up – uh, a Christian Kirk or the fourth or fifth best wide receiver. I mean, you might have three receivers going the first round, you know, but you could wind up pulling out a DJ Chalk or, or a Christian Kirk to get another receiver to go with Jarvis Landry and Josh Gordon. It's going to be fascinating. Ray, I think there'll be five or six trades in the first round. And we all kind of know the draft started too, because you know, the Browns have won, whether it's Darnold or, or, or Allen. Do the Giants take a quarterback? Do the Giants go get Barkley? Do they get Chubbs? That will kind of, you know, just make the rest of the draft define in terms of how it's going to go. Thursday is going to be fascinating. Wednesday, Ray and Tech will be giving you the business, giving you our first round, our, our, our final mocks, no trades in it. But, you know, we'll talk about trade rumors and all that, but we'll just be breaking it down for you. So it should be a lot of fun. 
Ray, basketball tonight. We, you know, we gotta enjoy it. Everybody have a, a great sports week, and we'll uh, chop it up with you on Monday. I mean, on Wednesday. I can't, I can't wait, Ray. It's my favorite time of the year to draft, baby. Have a great sports week. Couple of days before we see you again, and we'll talk some football on Wednesday. We're out.